0: Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Ladies and gents, what's happening? Welcome back. All Things Covered, Pat Peterson. Brian Mcfadden back at you once again with an outstanding show but before we get into our show we got some outstanding news for you guys yes we're feeling extremely generous we all know we're in the month of no- November right thanksgiving is right around the corner but we want to f- act like it's christmas with that being said we got we have a nice giveaway going on right now the vikings c- currently 6 and 1 you guys know all about that pat p and company has been balling we're going to give away a patrick peterson sign vikings hat now if you guys see pat p on the sideline when he's not in the game he oftentimes sit on the sideline with a nice hat i mean i don't know where you get these snapbacks from or these fittings but they're extremely exclusive so what we're going to do is pat p will pick a hat out of his collection right pat is that a snapback or is that a fitting that's a snapback snapback so that means it can fit any size head yeah male or female he will sign that said hat. Now, get this. For you to be able to be the lucky winner in getting this hat, we have a few instructions for you guys. It's simple, subscribe to our channel, like the video and comment, s k o l in the comment section. And what we will do, we will pick a winner and announce on next week's show. So like I said, if you guys have been following Pat P, you see some of the outstanding Vikings gear, that he has the opportunity to get his hands on, you might be a lucky winner. Like I said, repeat instructions, simple, subscribe to our channel, tell a friend to tell a friend, also like the video, comment, scroll in the comment section, and guess what? You get that Patrick Peterson, number seven signed Viking hat, Snapback. It can fit any size head, male or female. So make sure you do that. Now let's get to our show, Pat P. It's Cardinals recap. I can tell you this much, man. Every time we do this show, and so far this year, we've been doing our show feeling extremely good Yeah. because it's only been one blemish on the record weeks ago against the Philadelphia Eagles. Since then, the Vikings have been kicking people in the mouth. They're currently 6-0. Last game was against Pat's former team, the Arizona Cardinals. It was an up-and-down ball game, but, of course, the, uh, the, the, the the Vikings have been able to do what they've been doing the entire year finding a way to win. But, Pat, personally for you, what were the main turning points for another Vikings win?
2: Uh, Man, for the most part, special teams being great again, you know, causing a uh, key turnover in that game. Uh, late in the game, I think we was only up two at a time, 26-28. If I'm not mistaken, um, huge turning point in that game for us to mm-hmm. recapture the momentum um and just playing and just playing complementary football offense offense you know taking advantage of the turnovers that were created in that game turning them into seven points instead of three you know and defense coming up with you know costly stops as we always do you know it may not be pretty you know as everybody would like them to be but at the same time you know we get turnovers and sacks and make big plays and big moments of games and at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. You know, just a team playing solid, you know, complimentary football, and you know, just continue to try the process. Uh oh. Yeah. And continue I, to the process. I,
1: I can tell you one thing that I felt like was the turning point for the ball game to solidify that victory, the muff punt in yeah. the fourth quarter. 100 percent That was that was huge. You know what I mean? Costly mistake by the uh the Cardinals. You guys jumped on that. The rest is history. Kirk Cousins is playing pretty good football right now, Pat P. He was 24 36, 232, two touchdowns, throwing one Russian touchdown. He has 37 straight. This was his 37th straight game with a passing touchdown. Longest active streak in the NFL. I didn't know that. Kirk Cousins wow. has the longest active streak in the NFL in throwing and passing touchdowns 37 straight. Wow. Put some respect yeah. on Captain Kirk's name. How about That's that? True. How about that? <laughs> outstanding day he he showed some wheels some athleticism you know what i mean i think when you guys put the ice on him that one road victory a few weeks ago it kind of it kind of spiced up his athleticism a little bit yeah. cuz he showed some wheels on that touchdown i think he was surprised as well to be able to get to the end zone but well, that was a huge play uh let's transition to the Arizona Cardinals i know a lot of people were saying well pat p did this he did that he didn't do this he didn't do that but Watching the game, I told you from my football eye what I saw, right? DeAndre Hopkins was a the guy they featured, had a lot of targets, had a lot of yards, 159 and a touchdown. But we didn't really see you guys face off right? pretty much at all. Tell right. us a little bit of your thought process in that and what your mindset was going into that ball game, knowing that D Hot was making his second appearance back. And, of course, he's one of the big-time playmakers. He is their big-time playmaker. Right. Well, you know –
2: for the most part, you know, going into that game, we knew that he was gonna be, you know, lined up on the right side. And, you know, we felt like, you know, we had, you know, guys in the defensive structure to be able to, you know, maintain him and, you know, keep him, you know, kinda, you know, trying to, you know, for the most part, keep him under control. Um, and you know, and coach had a game plan into where he didn't wanna, you know, you know, revamp anything or change what we've been doing. All year, you know, the motto of our defense is, you know, like you all, like we talked about last week, you know, band don't break. You know what I mean? So.
1: Keep the roof I mean? on the house, right? That's what you say. That's what you say. Exactly. Right? Keep the keep, roof on keep,
2: the house. Keep the roof on the house. Don't give up any big plays. I think we just gave up two big plays and both of them was, you know, one was only for four yards that Rondell scored on and um, the one with uh, D-Hop when we was in, the, you know, perfect coverage. Yeah. Know, to be able to make a play, you know, on that on on the, on that particular play, but um, yeah, coach didn't want to, you know, you know, mess up the, the structure of the defense. is something is not like a, it was something I was running from. It's something I've done my whole life, you know, for the most part, you know. So and
1: and correct me if I'm wrong, because you were Mike, right? There was a yeah. moment, a few moments in that ball game where you were asking for that challenge, right? Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. So. Because pe- people I... in the comments, Pat P making it seem like you didn't really want that smoke. That's you know how fans be. You know, you, you know how you know how people like to talk. But yeah, they kind of they would say, you know, you didn't want that smoke. What mm-hmm. do you say to those naysayers out there with those negative statements in regards to that ball game between you and D Hop? If it's Cardinal fans, they see me doing they seen me do it for 10 years, man.
2: So get real with yourself. What you talking about? <laughs> that's what
1: I like there. You still fired up, ain't
2: you? Yeah, man, what you talking about?
1: <laughs>
2: you see me do that for 10 years, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, you know, some people forget and you know, might be a little salty, but as you stated, you were mic'd up, you were asking for the challenge, but you guys had a game plan in place, schematically speaking, that you had to follow, but that's something that you never shied away from. Yeah. And you were looking for that challenge because you were definitely in your bag this past Sunday. I mean, you, you you told me one thing, but then when I watched you play, I saw another thing. Last week on our show, Pat P hit Mac with the, you know, Mac, well, it's just another game, another <laughs> another another hump in the road. You know, it's just nothing really changed. We're just going to go out and do what we're supposed to do, which y'all did. Right. Y'all did do that. But I can tell you this, I've been knowing this man his whole life. <laughs> I've been knowing Pat P his entire, since he's been born, I've been knowing Pat P. <laughs> and even when he was a legit little toddler, one thing about Pat P, he really don't chirp a lot. It got to be something that get him going to chirp, to talk. That's what I mean, talking trash. He's not a chirper. Yeah. But if someone you know, knock on that door, he's going to give you some smoke. But oftentimes, <laughs> you got to bring it out of him. But boy, sonny, nobody had to touch on Pat P. Nobody had to say anything nah. to him, to give him anything extra. Nope. You, you had something on your mind. And, and let me tell you, so the breakdown of Pat P. Oh, by the way, if you guys didn't know, man, he's in tops. PFF is finally showing my guy some love. He's in in the top echelon when it comes to cornerbacks so far this season. P- PBUs coverage standpoints, the whole nine, all the critical state, uh, all the critical stats for a corner. He's in tops. But Pat P. had a pass break break up in the end zone. He was talking trash to the Cardinals when that happened. All right. Yes, you were talking more trash than normal, but Pat P. I called you after the game. I said, Pat. I asked the question, guys, because I didn't want to assume. I said, I don't want to assume, I didn't ask a question. I said, Pat, the first PBU on AJ Green, that looked like that was a makeable interception. It was,
2: it was man.
1: Tell, 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 tell our viewers and listeners what you told them.
2: What I wanted to do was, I wanted to pick it off with one hand, because they seen me do that in practice a number of times. So I want to Who is to they? Who is they? Oh, the Cardinals. OK, all right. They, they, they seen me do that a number of times in practice so I wanted to make it come to life on game day. And when I looked when I went back and looked at the tape, I just didn't reach my hand high enough cuz it had just grazed my fingertips. And um yeah, that's how I dropped it, man. But
1: yeah, I was planning on one hand in that. That was so, my whole goal. Let me get this let me let me get this straight. It it was a catch you could have easily caught with two hands. Yeah. Yeah. But you wanted to really stunt. Right. So you wanted to just showcase I'm stunting on y'all. Let me catch it with one hand. Right. And that's what led to you to drop it. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next play, right? Harrison Hitman, big-time interception. Harrison Smith, interception. Mid-play, Harrison is trying to make some people miss. You celebrating in the middle of the field but talking trash to the Cardinals. Tell us about that. What was going through your mind? I was talking trash
2: to the Cardinals, man. I wasn't talking trash to them people. (laughs)
1: Huh? <laughs> you know, I was talking trash to them. I know, I know what you were doing, Pat P. I saw you. I was I, just dancing. No, you and were just dancing. Happened. Okay. What happened was,
2: I was already in that direction, and I saw Harry catch the ball. So it it just so happened to come out that I was. I don't even know what you call that dance.
1: That's that's the one where you you, you, you twist your legs, right? Billy White Shoes. I think that was Billy White Shoes touchdown celebration. Billy White Shoes. (laughs) That's who it was. That's who it was. And then, you guys, I can tell you this much. I don't think there's one defensive team in the National Football League. Anybody want to challenge me, please hit us up in our comments. I don't know if there's one defensive team that has better celebrations than the Minnesota Vikings from the Waddle. What was the other thing y'all was doing when they were jumping up? I see Hitman was doing it. What so was that? that
2: that was from Ace Ventura when, the, when he was in Miami. The Dolphin. Yes. <laughs>
1: Snowflake. You want to talk like Snowflake? Okay. 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 That was Snowflake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But listen. Then you had you had Cam with the he that waddle boy. I actually think Cam does the waddle better than James Waddle. He needs to keep that going. But it felt like y'all had the entire defense. It was about 30 or 40 y'all doing celebrations. But one celebration that people have been talking about, our very own Pat P. I mean, he came, he put something on his head, he had headphones on, he had a joystick in his hand. And you were playing a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit about that? Can you please expand? What was that about?
2: You know, they had the boys in the locker room and they were just talking about, Call of Duty and how it just came out, you know, how dope it is. Remember what I Mac, you know me. I don't play video games, like I said in my uh-uh. interview. And I was like, you know, this game is big time. I'm like this is this is like a, a, a world coming, like this, this brings the world together.
1: And why not bring it out on the first week it came out? So let me ask you this question, Pat P. You guys been celebrating all year long because you've been making a lot of plays defensively, right, creating turnovers. Right. Why? Last game you brought it out. Why well, last game I brought? Uh, I said why Why the Cardinal game is when you brought out the video game celebration is what I'm asking. That so,
2: happened, that so happened the week the game came out.
1: Oh, OK. Oh, it's a, it was yeah. a new game that came out, actually. Yeah, the Call
2: of Duty oh. Modern Warfare had just came out, I think, Tuesday or something like that.
1: Mm. So let me, yeah. you, let me ask you this question, because I know a lot of our viewers They're they're telling Mac, Mac, why don't you ask this? You should do this. I hear them in my head. I hear you guys right now feeding into you right now. I feel it. I feel it from our YouTube subscribers and our our podcast listeners. So, Pat P, was that celebration targeted any way to a particular player for the Arizona Cardinals who love to play video games? Oh, by the way, he happens to play quarterback who threw the interception by the name of Kyler Murray.
2: Man, I don't know, man. I, I Like I said, the game just came out, man. The game came out Tuesday. I heard the game is a fire game. I never seen it before. All I know is you use headphones to communicate with people and you'd be shooting out of the helicopter and you'd okay. be
1: on it all night. So so this is what we gonna do. I'm gonna ask, I love fan <laughs> participation. I love viewer participation, right? Do you guys think that celebration by Patrick Peterson, number seven for the Minnesota Vikings, all pro corner, was directed to Kyler Murray? If you guys think so, because, you know, assumptions is something that we welcome here. We love the back and forth. We love to be able to include you guys. Let us know what you think. Hit us up in the comments, right? Let us know. Was it just for the Cardinals? or Was it targeted to the quarterback who loved to play video games? That's That's a hobby. He loved to play video games. Like, let us know. Your thoughts, and oh, by the way, will we see that same video game celebration again, or was that oh, just nah, one it, and done?
2: Yeah, as you know, it's something
1: new every week, man. I can't
2: recycle it. Yeah, that was just okay. That. So that was one and done, but it just yeah, yeah.
1: just so happened the Call of Duty conversation was talked about in the locker room before you guys took the field. Yep. When you got the interception. Oh, that Did week, that week, oh, it came out week. Tuesday. Yeah, game. Yeah, very out. convenient. Yeah, that it came out Tuesday. You guys yeah. talked about it, and you're like, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah. Super I was like, convenient. yeah,
2: pulling out, the, pulling out the Call of Duty, man.
1: Super the,
2: convenient.
1: I know I, the, I, the I like, world you, will go crazy. Yeah. They they, they, who, they went crazy. They still talking about it. This is what we're doing. This is what we see right now. I'm surprised you're not a meme. Can any of our viewers, listeners, create a meme of that celebration? Can that is that possible? How do they make memes and gifs, right? Somebody can do it. I'm pretty sure a Viking fan can do it. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. sure. I'm more, yep. more than positive. So we carry on after that Call of Duty celebration, the Waddle and, and, and Snowflake, Ace Ventura. Pat P finished the game with three pass breakups. He's third in the NFL right now in PBUs with 10. Uh at what point in that ball game, Pat P, for you, did you come into your own as in I got them figured out? There's nothing they can do.
2: First play. The first play yeah i practiced against them guys for what how many seasons i was with cliff two years yeah i think i think the same I think exact two. stuff that i've seen in, in camp and practice same stuff i saw on tape mm. so from the first play
1: wow and i can tell you this much it was one play in in the fourth quarter they hit you with a p.i but you ran the route for more man, man.
2: Hey, Rondell told me, if you go back and watch it, right? And uh <laughs> he on the ground pumping his fish is he like, hey, hey, I flopped on that one, boy. <laughs> I said, I know you did.
1: <laughs> you, you, you literally, you ran the route for him. You just I'm didn't sorry. want to break before he broke. Man, I, I ran the route for Robbie Anderson too. Oh, you were running routes for people out
2: there, even though you're playing cornerback. Come on, man. From the first play, Mac. Thing on playing from the
1: first play. I knew I was in my zone. You was in your back. Yeah. That's why we heard, That's why we saw you talking so much, because it was just, it was, it, it was another, it was the next game. It was the next game. And then game. what
2: happened, Matt, from the first play, it's, all it did was
1: just give me validity. It's like, yep, they doing the same stuff. Let's mm. roll. And that's the unique unique thing about the great ones. D Slade was on our show, Darius Slade. If you missed that episode, clearly it's in our feed. You can go check it out. Talking about film study and just getting validation on what you've seen on film. And then when you see it in the, in the game, you know exactly what's going to happen. Right. They just validated what you saw. And then of course, just how familiar you were when you were there. And then you knew it was going to be a big big time ball game for yourself. No doubt about it.
2: Because yeah. like anytime, like for me, film study, anybody listening whoever playing the Cardinals, Anytime D hop backside by itself, if you're pressing him, he's running the fade or a slant. If you're off, he's running the out hitch or a glance. I mean, tell us what a glance for, for those that I might not know, know what a glance is. If he's on the bottom of the numbers, when I say bottom of the numbers, because you have the three, what the numbers are faced kind of upside uh, sideways on the field, so you have the bottom and the top. So the bottom half of the numbers, if be lined up there. He run more of his out routes there. If he's lined up on the top of the numbers, that's when you get more of the glance, like that eight-step inside, quick. It's almost like a deep, a deep slant. Mm-hmm. You get that a, a, a lot out of RPOs, and you could be more alert of that if the back is to your side because that's what the quarterback is reading. The running back is coming from whichever side that, uh, the, uh, that he's on. He's identifying a linebacker trying to suck him up into the uh, into the line of scrimmage to open up that area behind him. So, mm. you know, those are things that showed up time after time, of time on, on film, and it showed up Sunday. Same thing with um, backside, because they love to run three by one, which is three receivers on one side, one receiver on the backside, or they love to get it empty. So with empty. It was more of a, a China a China scene chair concept um, team. Meaning, you got two receivers on the outside running a five yard end. That number one uh, number three receiver, especially if his speed, he's running the scene because they're trying to get a mismatch. So a linebacker or a safety is going to be on that uh, on that particular uh, matchup. And on the backside, you typically get like the chair concept uh, or option option by the number two receiver because the running back is typically the number one mm-hmm. um, and yeah, things like that. And other than that, you know, just got to be ready for scramble football, you know, for yeah. the most part. And like I said, it showed up time at the time and time again on film and I practiced against it for two years. So I was like, this is another practice.
1: Yeah, it felt that way because you never were, never seemed to be a little on, on your heels at any point in that ball game. You were always cool and calm. So in a showcase, because, you know, you had a great game, and your season has really been on point. You know, based on what you did last year, the injuries this year, you you got it on your mind, and you're letting people know about it. And you can tell the energy for the entire defense has been has been met. Everyone has really stepped up their end of the bargain, you know what I mean, and played better football. And and you guys are winning because of that. Zadarius Smith, huge addition, by the way. Oh my goodness. And you got a healthy to deal. Hunter. I mean, Bynum had a huge game, big-time interception. Man, you guys yeah. having fun. Yeah,
0: that's man. what it's
1: about. That's having it fun, about. coming together, a group that's selfless. No one cares who makes the play as long as one person makes the play. They, and we all make the play. That's what you're doing. You got something special going. Stay focused and stay dialed in. That's it. That's it. Just stay focused and stay dialed in until the month of February. Then you can do whatever the freak you want to do. But right now, you're 6-1. and one. You get a t- You're tasting a little bit how good that entree could potentially be. You taste a little bit, you want more though. Right. Stay dialed in. Cup number four. Stay dialed in, but hey, we got a chance to talk about the celebration, the trash talking. We got to take a quick break, right? But when we come back, there's another element of discussion that I think we need to hit on Cause my guy was mic'd up. They was following him. He's becoming like a little a celebrity right there. Cause I see the mic is the, the, the camera always following seven. <laughs> At the end of the game, the beginning of the game, they always following seven. So we're going to see what Seven got to say when we come back. Talk about the ending of the ball game. And then of course we're going to transition to next up, then NFL recap, things like that. But there's a lot to talk about. Make sure you don't go anywhere. Please, please come right back. We be right back. Yes, sir, we got a chance to hydrate, make some adjustments. It's time to finish it off, you know what I mean? Start fast, start, finish even faster. With that being said, Pat Pete, at the end of the game, you know, you got a chance to dap some of your former teammates up, colleagues and things like that. But there was a camera following, I don't even know. Did you? Have, I don't know who, who the cameraman was, but he was right up on you, you feel me? He was following you. And we just kept hearing, you know, Pat Pete, say, where's Steve Kime? You don't know who Steve Kime is? He's the current general manager, or the Arizona Cardinals. You said he's running from you. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see him in a uniform. So I didn't know exactly what you were talking about in regards to Steve Kahn running from you. But you were still fired up. You were still fired up. The game was over, but for you, you still had things on your mind. Can you elaborate a little bit about the situation, the relationship or the lack thereof between you and the former, not the former, I'm sorry, current general manager? For the Arizona Cardinals, your former team.
2: All right, Mac. Just like pro 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 fantasy um, pro fantasy football, it's my mm-hmm. last time talking about this. This is, this is, okay? Y'all heard with the man right last here. Last time talking. This about is
1: it. last time talking about this. So make sure you're tuned in and you're paying attention. You got your <laughs> notes or whatever you need to have. And this could be the unique thing before you get into your discussion, Pat P. A lot of people feel like you're bitter to the organization and I have reiterated this time and time again, you have no issue with the organization, you just have, have an issue no, with someone. Right. Someone, are you about to talk about that situation, that 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 issue right now, the floor is yours.
2: I don't have, I, I'm not bitter in any, you know, stretch of imagination, you know, toward the organization. I'm just laying out facts. Okay, I mean, what's, what's the facts, my guy? happened to me, you know, I, I was a part of that organization being, I feel like being one of, you know, an all-time great, you know, doing things that nobody's done in that in that organization as far as going to eight straight pro bowls. Um, you know, you know, obviously other guys have done things in the community and done other great things um, you know, for that organization as well. I just, just felt like I've I shouldn't have been treated in that manner, especially like I said, like the note thing. That was one thing. That what was, was the cool. note
1: about? It? Tell us about that note.
2: Yeah, like I said, the note, like I said in the interview, the note was, uh, came from a fan, John mm-hmm. H. Berry. He owns like some type of construction company. I remember, I remember it vividly. I still have the letter. I still, I just have to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about, you know, how he won't be a fan no more as long as I'm on the team. Um, talking about, um, I tackle like a girl. Uh, it's all type of like negative stuff. Mm-hmm. So as I'm reading it, I didn't even finish it. I'm like, damn, like
1: <clears throat> So hold on. The the note was where? How did you get the note?
2: It was on my on my chair after a uh, practice. Okay. So someone within the facility put that note in your locker. Boom. Yep. Gotcha. I'm like, damn. Cause I'm thinking I got fine. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, it's it's Wednesday. I mean Thursday, because it was on a Thursday. I'm like I tell you, you typically get your fines on on Wednesday. So I'm like, all right, boom, open it up. First thing I see is like, I know you hear the chatter, talk is cheap. I'm like, damn, the hell this is about. Mm-hmm. So boom. So now, first thing, you know, headline, uh, you know, John H. Berry's got his construction name, you know, all that stuff on there, and he goes, that's when the letter goes. I just probably read like a, the first two paragraphs, Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, why the fuck am I reading this from a fan? Yeah. Then I thought about why am I getting this from somebody within the organization from a fan? Mm -hmm. So that kind of threw me for a loop and it it was the week before, I'm telling you, it was the week before the Cleveland game. And I don't know if you know, go back to that game. I played with a lot of energy and emotions in that game as well. When Mm -hmm. I got interception, I threw the ball in the stands. Why did you throw the ball in the stands? (laughs) Because I heard the chatter. That's what the letter said. I hear the chatter. Yeah. That's why I was doing this. I don't know if you remember that either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So So anytime, like you said, somebody got to really take me there to get me to chirp or, you know, to get to my, per se, bad side in a sense, but yep, yeah, that happened. That was in 2018, maybe 19. I think it was I think 19. that was, we played Cleveland. Yeah, I think it was 19. 19, so boom, that happened. So now moving on to um, um Kime, you know, we have our, like I told you before, we have our exit meetings, you know, had our exit meeting with him for the last 10 years. Every year I've been there, always had an extra meet with the coaches, you know himself, you know, and with anybody else that's up in the front office. That you know, I feel because I feel like I was a part of the, you know, the franchise. You know, having mm-hmm. him telling me the things we don't go after in the free agency, this, that, and another. So we had the same conversation we've been having for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a picture behind me, uh, behind his desk. Yeah, bro, I want you to retire here, man. Love you to death. Da-da-da-da-da. I won't dare let you go anywhere. I'm like, all right, cool. He started talking about because I knew it, they was gonna get JJ Watt before you know they even signed him because he's like, man, we're gonna go get a, a alpha dog. We're gonna go get a, somebody up front that mm-hmm. can really help you out. That's what he's saying. Help you out. And this the is Steve Khan. Yeah, help you out, and the guys on the back end. So I'm like, Bet, like, yeah, we you know, we need that. Hopefully, you know, we're gonna have Chandler back. You get JJ. You no, know, now we now we trying to, you know, cook something, you know, cook some up, for a recipe. Uh, for uh, for success, then he was like, "Then he went into the money situation. You know what I mean? You know, we ain't gonna have, you know, uh, much money, but, you know, I promise you, we're gonna do everything, you know, that we can to keep you around. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, so now free agency go by, hit, hit Steve. I'm like, yo, Steve, you know, ain't rushing anything, but, you know, free agency about to start. I'm really not trying to talk to no other teams. You know, I wanna, you know what I mean? Get something settled with you guys. You know, now you you guys know what the, the salary cap is, and mind mm-hmm. you, I know they already know what the cap number is. Now you know we don't know what the number is. You know that's the last conversation that we had. He said, "No, I don't really know what the uh, the cap number is right now. You know, I got to get with the you know with the team and see you know where we at." So I'm like, "Boom." Two weeks go by. Now free a week about to start free agency about to start a week. So now I go on my family vacation every year. You know, with the kids for spring break. So now mm-hmm. I'm going spring break, hit hit Steve with another text. Yo, Steve, about to go on you know family vacation, you know for a week. You know I'm gonna be away from my phone, just just trying to see if I'm in if I'm in your future. Let me know if not. You know I I start making plans with you know, else elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Nothing happened to him. so I'm like all right, boom. He just showed me boom. They ain't they ain't messing with me, cause yeah. now I ain't hear from you in three months after you told me. January that you gonna do, and in the midst of this, they just signed JJ Watt as well. So, like I said, I knew all of this was gonna happen. <clears throat> so, I'm thinking I'm up next. So now, like I said, I hit Steve up. Like, yo, Steve, you know, I know it's a week out for free agency. Free agency to uh, officially start. I'm about to head. <clears throat> I'm about to head on vacation. You know what I mean? Just let me know because if so, I can start. You know, looking for teams while I'm on vacation versus, I mean, just, you know, just hanging around, you know, you got me just hanging around like a little doll or whatever. So about the night before, um, the night before free agency started, I think I called him, I left him a voicemail or something like that. So he didn't pick it up. So I ended up calling my agent, I was like, man, bump it. You know what I mean? Let's just Let's see what's out there? Yeah, I was like, man, bump it. He obviously ain't returning no calls. He don't want nothing to do with me. It is what it is. Soon as I sign, I get this long text message. From who? From no other than Steve Kyle. I'm like, come on, bro. Are you serious right now, man? So to me, that's where the disrespect just went to me at an all time high. Because mm-hmm. you're a general manager, you, got, you see your phone every day. You see your phone every second. Yeah. So you can't be like, and I know everybody's busy and I'm not saying that, that I'm your, you know, your girlfriend or your chick or anything like that, but just be like, all right, P, we moving on. I can, yeah. I'm can, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm a grown man, like I said before. P, we moving on, we love your 10 years here, bro. We just moving in another direction versus saying, oh, we are gonna do everything that we can, da-da-da-da-da, then don't have no communication. And then when we don't have no communication, you wanna shoot me a text an hour right after I signed.
1: Yeah. And like you said, you were kind of waiting based on what he told you. So you wasn't aggressively seeing exactly what else was out there because you wanted to come back to AZ and he told you they were going to bring you back,
2: right? Right. And so for the people who saying, oh, it's been two years. Yeah, it's been two years. Right. But at the same time, I'm still waiting on the phone call that, and I just go to show you, still ain't a man of his word, he still haven't called me back.
1: So it's basically it's it's about the principle
2: for you, right? The principle that's what I'm about. know, like Mac, you know, I'm a man's man. I am yeah. a man's man.
1: So, so let me ask you this question, Pat: In regards to that letter that came from the fan, who do you think had dealings with that for that to get in front of you? Because you know, fans send players a lot of mail, right? Right. And you don't get the chance to see everything, but for that personally, for that statement, that letter to be put on your locker it felt like it was they wanted you to see it or something like that
2: oh they definitely wanted me to see it because it said clearly i know you hear the chatter talk is cheap so apparently yeah it was meant for me to see it
1: Mm. wow and that's what kind of got you fired up and that's why you still fired up because of the principle the lack thereof right and Based on everything you you talked about, what you've done for the organization, like potential Hall of Famer, you know what I mean, and and, and the community, and you just felt like you just wanted him to be straight up.
2: That's it. And let's get this straight as well. I have no hard feelings against the Cardinal fans. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they keep coming at my neck. I have nothing against them. I'm just talking about my time that I had in that building, Mm -hmm. period. Yeah. And that's just the facts. <laughs> ain't no way ain't no, high, ain't no way
1: around that. Pat P, do you think the trade request in 2018, you know, had anything to do with his disconnect? And then of course, you know, that kind of rubbed fans the wrong way as well when you requested that trade in 2018. My thing, I think I
2: I I don't know, Matt, but at the same time, like as a player, you have only so many I'm just blessed to be able to play 12 years so far, mm-hmm. right? you only have so many opportunities to make the best of your opportunity Yep. and at that time they weren't in the in, the, in they were not in a winning state of mind mm-hmm. you could just tell the way they was building the team the, the the way ever since ba left it just it just everything wasn't the same i'm going into year ray i'm like hey i'm about to get start d- double digit i'm trying to win a championship mm-hmm. and that's what i'm playing the game for to win a championship and that's all that matters to me at this point because, at that time, I had eight Pro Bowls. You know, had three All Pros at the time. Um, you know, well on my way to be. You know, on the All Decade team. You know, yeah. only thing benching the NFC Championship. Only thing I felt that I was missing was playing in the big game, and I felt like they was not giving us the best opportunity to play in the big game. That's just the ma- truth of the matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, and for a player why do why would I want to sit there in somebody else comfortability of being comfortable with where they're at Mm -hmm. I just don't make any sense and I don't know if like I said if that did rub the fans the wrong way at the end of the day I'm p2 like I'm Patrick Peterson like I have my own entity at Mm -hmm. the end of the day just like the cardinals they're their own entity Yep. If they had, if they had the option to trade somebody before a deadline, they would do it.
1: Oh, no question. That's the nature of the game in the NFL. That's how I rock and roll.
2: But I am an ultimate team player. Love my teammates. Love every last one of my teammates that I ran across while I was there. Yeah, that was the only right or bad thing that you know that I felt that you know bad spot. In my career there, just the way it ended, and and mm-hmm. and it was all about, just like I said, just the way it ended. as Far as the way they handled certain things, and I just felt like if you could have been straight up with me and just told me what it was, none of this could have happened. Like we we could have both went our ways, smiling, and you know what I mean, enjoying our, you know, hey, our different lives.
1: Did I mean, you get chance? Look, let me it. ask you a question, and we are gonna move on. This past Sunday, pregame warmups. Well, warm-ups, you know, when people on the football field on the sideline, did you see Steve Kime? Did he say anything to you? Did he look your way? What was that like?
2: Did you see him? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see him. I did see him after uh, my boy Adrian Wilson did holler at me. You know, I obviously played with A-Dub, and he's, a, yep. he's in the front office um, right now. A big, big, uh, you know, influencer on how, helped me on how to watch film, honestly. You know, he's one mm-hmm. of the guys who, I watched a ton of film with my first two seasons um, that I played with him in um, in uh, Arizona. But yeah, he was the only one that I, that I had an opportunity. And matter of fact, he came and found me. And that's yeah. that's real love.
1: No question. That's real love no question. right there. No question. And do you think some of the other past- And that's when I knew
2: it was fake love. You said you love me, but you, you don't even come say anything,
1: but you- Well, he probably felt some type of way based on the last dialogue you guys had
2: but you still got my was, number i mean last time i checked you said you gonna call me back
1: well <laughs> I, I, if he was to call you now what would you what
2: would oh, you say oh, oh, oh yeah. now yeah nah we need I, I i would like to i don't want to explain nothing on no tube i want i just want to talk yeah
1: what would you say Honestly, I don't know. Do you think any other past Cardinal players kind of went through the same thing you went through in the lack of transparency during free agent free agency for them, or you? You think you're like the outlier in regards to how your process was handled, even though you know you meant a lot to the organization while you was there?
2: No, I think it happens all the time. Uh-huh. And the only reason, like I said, only reason again why. It hit so different because, like, you can call me. I could be at a movie with my wife and kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, P, we got this free agency in here. Can you come over to Ocean Forty Four? You know, break a little bread with us. Yeah. Try to get them come over to the, to the team. Oh, sure. Let me let me see. Oh, uh, babe, you know, just got a call. You know, they need me to come in and try to, you know, get a free agency signing. Boom. Just and that's that's not this is multiple times. Like mm-hmm. I'm on the offseason, I don't have to do that. No question. But for me, me being a team guy, me wanting to win, boom, I'm in there because I'm loyal to the team. I'm loyal to the squad. I'm trying to I'm trying to win. I felt like we built a relationship. You know what I mean? It's not like it was another like you like you drafted me. Like this is supposed to be family. If that's mm-hmm. what you know, you know what I mean? If it's if that's what it really is. You know, so that's like I said, that's why it was, it was different. Like, cause so uh, uh, another fridge can come in and sign it. Yeah, they may do that to them, but that's different. You know what I mean? That's different. You pick me fifth overall to be yeah. a, deci- a, a, a game changer, to be someone that you can rely on for years and years to come, right? Someone that you can, you know, hold your, have, you know, have a, have a part of your, to be happy to have a part of your franchise. And then for you to do the things that you did, I just feel like that wasn't, that wasn't professional. That wasn't respectful. That wasn't, it's a lot of words I want to say, but I don't want to use those words, but. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing about the National Football League and in a lot of professions, the people of power that has the responsibility to bring people in or to allow people to leave. They don't know how to be transparent and be real. That's yeah, the best way to keep respect and to earn respect. Right. Like, you know, Pete, we want to bring you back. I don't know right now how it's going to look, you know what I mean? Of course, we have you in our plans, but it's a 50 50 opportunity right now. We don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if he was telling you that because they don't know exactly which direction they (laughs) wanted to go, but they wanted to make sure that they had you as an insurance policy. So you wouldn't really see what's out there in the market. And then when they found out, you know what, we're going to go a different direction. I don't know how to break the news to him. Maybe fear played a big part in that who knows, but to whom much is given much is expected. When you have that type of role in the organization, when you have that type of role in the company, you have to be the one that's okay in having the most difficult conversations.
2: Yeah, they say you offer me a contract. We, not, I never got no contract offer. Oh, they say that
1: you are, you, they said that they put that somebody out on the said,
2: I think somebody said that uh, a reporter asked me that said that they, they, they say they offered me a contract. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I'm like, no, I ain't But me.
1: you didn't get an offer at all?
2: No. Oh. Never even talked, spoke numbers. Wow.
1: And I, I know you felt some type of
2: way about that. That's disrespectful. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Never even spoke about it. Didn't, didn't have a conversation about nothing about
1: well. I mean. P2, I can tell you this much. The lack of transparency allowed you to go to a different destination, different t- team. And the Minnesota Vikings are happy. Steve Kine didn't talk to you because guess what? You're rocking that purple and gold right now. And with that being said, we're going to take quick a quick break. But when we come back, big news involving the Minnesota Vikings today was the tra- trade deadline day. And Minnesota was rumored to be involved with some players here or there. But when it was all said and done, they came up with the unexpected big-time splash move for the Minnesota Vikings. We'll talk about it right after this. You ready? Showtime. On May
0: 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy.
3: What are do doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Yeah.
1: We back. All things covered. Patrick Peterson, Brian McFadden. The trade deadline has came. It's went. It's gone. It's over. A lot of teams made some big time moves. Bradley Chubb gets traded to the Miami Dolphins. Calvin Ridley, who is suspended, he gets traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Chase Claypool goes to Chicago. Uh, Jeff Wilson also uh, goes to Miami from the San Francisco 49ers. We saw a lot of movement. But one thing that really surprised a lot of people and have had people excited about what this could be for the team offensively was Minnesota trading for TJ Hawkinson, right? Talented up and coming tight end for the Detroit Lions, which is kind of weird, Pat P. We saw mm-hmm. some in division business, right? And it clearly, clearly tells me that the Detroit Lions are just mailing, mailing it in, right? But you so, guys dealing with, you know, Irv Smith, the injury concerns there, not really getting, getting the production at that tight end spot. And you guys were kind of rumored to be involved in maybe adding a pass catcher. Specifically speaking, a wide receiver, you guys went not and got a pass catcher. I think this is a huge plus. What was your thoughts when you heard about this news? You know, how did you feel hearing that TJ is now Minnesota Vikings?
2: I thought it was big. I knew something had to happen to Irv, you know, when I saw the the news uh, that we traded for him. Um, but, you know, TJ's a, a hell of a player. He's a guy that's going to come in And help this offense right away, you know, very dynamic in the passing game, uh, in the red zone, a big target uh, that can hopefully keep Kurt Street going um, uh, here in the the near future. Um, But, you know, for the most part, he's just going to add a different element to
1: this, to this offense that I can't wait to see. Oh, no question. Currently 26 receptions, almost 400 yards, three passing touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson actually beat me a few weeks ago in fantasy. Football. I played against him, and he had a huge day. I can't remember exactly who they played against, but it was a few weeks ago. Uh, he has that type of talent. Former top 10 pick. So you add him to what you have already. <clears throat> Adam, Justin, KJ, Cook, yeah. man. Viking fans, hit us in the comments. Let us know. Does, does, does this move tell you guys they're all in? Like the window of opportunity is there. Let's go let's go for it let's go for it no question we got to be all in what we doing we 6-1 yeah I said we I ain't ain't playing for the Vikings but my blood playing for the Vikings you know what that means it's we all of us we all in baby let's go let's go I'm (laughs) there. I'm I'm fired up that's a great move Kwesi hats off to you if I had a brim on I'd tip it but I don't got one on big time move right now you're cooking with gas yes sir you are cooking with gas. So hey, let's see how fast TJ can get acclimated to this new scheme. But me personally, this is not about November. This is a December, January move. Oh, yeah. And what I mean when I say that, you might not see instant production from this move because it's going to take time. Yeah. But come December, January playoff time? Yes, sir. This is when you're going to see it. Remember, I told you guys that. I agree. All right. Before we go, we got to tap into what's next. For the Minnesota Vikings, Washington, the Commanders. Minnesota traveling to a surging Washington team. Commanders are four and four. T uh Taylor Heineke has been the starting quarterback over the last two weeks, playing pretty good football. He's two and oh. Uh, he actually led this team, if you guys forgot, to the playoffs last year. It was a short stay in the playoffs, but he got them to that point playing some pretty good football. His ability to extend plays is not the same. As Kyler Murray, but he provides the same athleticism in regards to making people miss a bigger target. uh, He competes. You can tell the guys are rallying around him. I feel like they're better with Taylor in the lineup than Carson Wentz. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, but he has some dynamic receivers. Uh, When you look at this mixture uh, uh, I'm sorry, that was two years ago he led them to the playoffs, two years ago, not last year, but two years ago. But when you look at the mix, mixture of wide receivers they have, it's a scary Terry, Terry McLaurin, who's really been balling the last two weeks, playing yeah. some pretty good football, Curtis Samuel. Uh, I don't know if Johan Dotson would be back. Be back. He's been missing a few weeks. Uh, uh, and, and Brown, you know, what are your thoughts about these, you know, receivers? You don't really have the big, big guys, you know, like a D-hop, like A.J. A. Brown, but you got some guys that are very, very shifty. Yeah, um, like
2: you said, they got a dynamic group of receivers for sure. Um, we're gonna have our hands full, and and uh, Taylor do like you say, he does a great job of extending plays. He do a great job of getting his receivers open with his legs. You know, that's like a DB's worst nightmare when you have to. It's already hard enough to guard a receiver for the three and a half seconds that you know that you know that that we wanna be in, in coverage for it. But then when it when, when they extend that play, it just makes that job that much harder. So, um it's always a challenge when you go up against shifty receivers and also guys who still have a big catch radius, although they're not mm-hmm. the biggest receiver on the field. Uh, they play really big. Um And, and Taylor does a great job in, in, in just giving those guys opportunities to make plays. So, you know, we're going to have opportunities to make plays ourselves. We have to make sure that we, we we try to come out on a, on a good end of the stick uh, majority of the time because we understand that, that these guys want to make plays. You know, it's going to be plays made on both sides of the ball. Um, but at the end of the day, we just have to make sure that we come out more on the winning side and winning side of things than a loser.
1: So last week, you and Jordan kind of had your revenge game last week against your former team in the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, has revenge on his mind this week against the commanders. He's only played against them once since leaving Washington in 2019. Because me personally, I hope he has revenge on his mind. So it would be great if I could see Kirk Cousins talking as much trash as you talked this past week against the Cardinals. (laughs) Do you think Kirk has a a little bit of revenge on his mind?
2: Uh I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to action tomorrow. I'm gonna have to action Please tomorrow. do, And if it is, and if it is, I might have to make something up.
1: <laughs> get, him, get him fired up. Get him going. Get him going. I need that same energy. We need that same energy for Kirk, cousin, that we saw from Pat from Pat from Pat P this past Sunday. So, yes, we need all of that because we're trying to the goal is to get to seven wins this week. That's seven hard. one seven one seven and one so you guys know what time this prediction time last week eric what was my prediction last week do we remember i think it was twenty three sixteen. yeah yeah I had, it was something like that yeah so we playing against uh Washington um I had 23 16 last week yeah that's what I had 23 sixteen. so this week right here Oh, you guys scored 30-plus this past week. You scored 30-plus. This is what I'm going to give y'all right here. Talk to me, Matt. 2014. Minnesota. 20, 2014. 2014. Hey, Pat P., you know I don't usually play the Powerball, but tell me why I had three of the five numbers. Oh, man.
2: Hey. <laughs> And you you you've been you've been throwing some numbers out there in the atmosphere, Cap.
1: And I had I was one off the Powerball number. Ooh. Yeah, my heart Ooh. dropped. Ooh. My, my yeah. heart, my heart dropped. <laughs> be my, I ain't gonna lie to you, you know. I don't need. Do, I don't be playing it. You know, I don't do that. You know what I mean? So ten minutes though,
2: when you do do that, which. If you're a number or of officer, so don't you still win money or something like that?
1: Yeah, you get yeah, you, you get you get a little bit of pocket change. Okay. You get a little bit of pocket Man. change, but heck, I wanted the bill.
2: Hey, yeah, who you saying? Who you telling?
1: I'm gonna run it back I,
2: though. I, I, I wanted a bill for you. Yeah, you might as well keep playing now, coach. You've been you been putting out some good
1: numbers though. I ain't gonna lie. I I you I nobody wanted. If you yeah. if, I, Pat P, if you heard somebody wanted in Georgia, <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're the first person I'm calling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you heard somebody wanted in Georgia, we're gonna have to be, cause while you working, I ain't gonna be on mm-hmm. dry land. I'm gonna be somewhere right. doing the show <laughs> with some trees behind me, man, with some foreign type animals in them. I don't even know what type of animals them is, man. They just have to right. be, <laughs> <laughs> but y'all want me to do.
2: <laughs> they, they said the best probability, man, is having the machine pick the numbers.
1: Yeah, but what I do, what I did was, Cause I'm a thinker, like I, you know, I be doing parlays. By the way, you know what I mean. Sure. So I think I had to think about. I was thinking about certain numbers. So I, I did both. I did the uh the, the machine way, mm-hmm. but the the, the the I did one my way, and I was just thinking about numbers. I just I was thinking, and whatever number popped up in my head, I I, 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 I scratched it off, and I got three out of the five and one off of the Powerball. I'm running it back. Wow, I'm running it back. So no question, Oh, that's no crazy. question. So we got 20 to 14, Minnesota taking care of business against the commanders. And I got the power ball that I'm running in the back. So okay. y'all see like me it. doing the show from a foreign place with foreign animals that I ain't never seen before that you ain't never seen before.
2: You know what happened, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Man. Prince of Wakanda. <laughs> no question, baby, no <laughs> question. I might be in Wakanda, no shirt on doing the show. I might get me a tattoo, billionaire on the back of my my <laughs> shoulder like a jersey, <laughs> and I ain't got one tattoo. It's gonna say <laughs> billionaire on the back on my shoulder oh, blade. My goodness, that's now what I'm gonna do, Pat Hey, Pat, before we go, I want to get a prediction from you. We got two predictions. We got two big time ball games from our alma mater, yep. college football: LSU, Bama, Florida State, Miami, Granite. That game doesn't have the national attention that LSU and Bama has, but of course. I know you rolling with LSU. What you mm-hmm. think going to happen son? Saturday, 7:30 if I'm not mistaken. And that game is in Baton Rouge.
2: Yeah, my score prediction. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go I'm going to go 34-30 uh 34-30 Tigers.
1: 34 four Tigers. Yeah, sir. LSU Florida State. And the thing I'm and what sorry, you, yeah, I'm going to say what
2: you think about the Miami Florida State and what are they playing at? They playing in uh and uh what you We, we playing in play Miami and, the
1: Dolphin and, Stadium. And, oh, y'all playing
2: at a dump
1: yeah, stadium? Yeah, well, this is the only way Miami can get on TV because I think this game is on TV. We had to come down there because, you know, Miami don't be on TV. You, you, you don't really <laughs> – they, 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 they don't – They're no, because they ain't nobody going to the games. So yeah, they don't want to show that empty stadium.
2: Yeah, they be playing at 11 a.m.
1: Yeah, they be playing these – ain't nobody – you know, when you, you went to a, a school that the, the the stadium is on campus, you know how that vibe is. Right. That's Nothing different. Like that. Some people like gotta that. drive forty five minutes from Coral Gables up to uh the Miami Gardens
2: five to go to five. that game
1: that starts at twelve. Right. You know them some college, college students who are twenty one and above, they want to drink, partake in the devil's nectar a little bit. Yeah. You, you can't be driving I ninety five headed north and headed back south when you oh, have some of the devil's nectar devil's in your nectar. In the vein. Yeah, that devil's nectar. <laughs> That's what old people call it. So oh yeah, but but yeah, Miami will be on TV. Saturday night because Florida State is coming. Let's keep it real. It's Florida State. Like yep. I mean, Pat P, you're not even Florida State guy. How many times have you seen Florida State on TV? Oh, I see. I see Florida State on TV all the time. I'm trying to tell people, Pat P and I and he's just being honest. Yeah, just Miami. Being honest. Yeah, 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 it's the brand. It's a Seminole head, man. It means something. But my prediction is thirty-one sixteen. 31-16? Thirty-one sixteen. Thirty-one sixteen. Florida State. Florida State. Pat P. I need you. Everything that you, whatever you ate the last two weeks, Miami and uh, Arizona, the food that you ate, whatever you drunk, whatever you wore, keep doing it.
2: Man, I told you last man. I'm just getting started, man. That that switches
1: on. It ain't the last two ball no games, anymore. Pat P. You've had one interception and five PBUs, if not mistaken. Six. Oh, boy, correct me. That man. <laughs> <laughs> boy, me to say six. I'm going to fall on back there. I'm going to tuck my chain in like Red say on, on uh, Friday. I'm going to just tuck mine in. <laughs> my bad. Yes, six. Sir. Well, whatever it is you've been eating and drinking the last two weeks, run it back. Can you do that? And you had the white cleats on. And I know one thing. The last two times you had the white cleats on and the white sleeves, Boy, you've been, you been, you been kicking people in the mouth. I know that much. Yeah, I've been calling yeah. for that, and you finally answered your <laughs> dog. The white sleeve and the white cleats and the white gloves? What you been doing? You been kicking people in the mouth, right or wrong? Yeah, man. Kicking down the front door. Well, run it back. <laughs> what we doing? What we talking about? What we talk? You just told me to run the Powerball back because I was closed, right? Yeah, I what did. What you doing there? Run it back. Run it back. You'll see if you can get a pick every other week, man. I'm superstitious, man. Run it back. Yeah, I'm with you. Run it all the way to Arizona. Oh boy, they're gonna be mad at you. Well, if y'all get to Arizona, you play the Super Bowl. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> ooh I want them. I don't even want to think about hey.
2: that. Ooh. I know they don't want that to happen.
1: Oh boy. Well, that's the plan. Time will tell. Time will tell. Down with But mm-hmm. Pat P, man, great show as always. Man, I can't wait to see the celebration this, this Sunday for the Stay defense. Soon. I know y'all got something planned.
2: Hey,
1: <laughs> Hey, thank you once again, listeners and viewers checking us out. Pat P is in Brian McFadden. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Subscribe. Remember, we're doing a, give, a giveaway as well. Uh, let me go ahead and fill you guys in on that giveaway before I let you go. Uh, a signed autograph hat, Vikings hat from Pat P. All you need to do is subscribe to our channel, like the video, and comment Skoll in the comment section, and we will pick a winner and announce that winner on next week's show. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about what we're doing. Skoll Nation, stand up.
0: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7.